0: Discover the hidden Israelite ancestry of some of the most powerful nations on earth. Watch as scripture unveils the terrifying future of America and Great Britain as revealed through the sabbatical and jubilee years. Discover the identity of Assyria and its role in this final jubilee cycle. Learn of the pending judgments that are to be soon poured out as a result of transgressing
1: the sabbatical years. Excited Moon. So, let's get started. Who are the Lost Ten Tribes? Now, some of this may be old news to some of you. Some of it may be new news. But the reason, and this is the first three chapters, first three chapters of my next book. And I had to put it in there because of a, a serious discussion, and that's putting it as politely as I can, with a couple of Messianic leaders that claimed that they were two-house. And I thought two-house was like Judah and Ephraim, or Judah and Joseph. Well, their 2 houses is just Judah. Judah and the other Jews. And I couldn't figure that out. I didn't understand it. So we had a pretty lively discussion about that and a whole bunch of other things. So, After that, the stuff that I assumed everyone understood, I had to go back and demonstrate and prove it so that they can understand it. Like I said, I have to prove it so that you can't take my, or you can't get your butt off the wall once I've nailed it to the wall. So we're going to answer these questions, where they went and what they are called today. One of the great questions everyone asks is, we know that Gog is Russia and Magog is Russia or, and or China, whichever one you want to pick. And they're mentioned in the Bible. But they're not the greatest nation on earth. The United States is. Britain is. And where are they? So right away, the horns go up. He's talking about British Israelism and the Worldwide Church of God, and Armstrong Evans, because he come out of the Worldwide Church of God. Okay. Have you ever checked it out? So someone branded it and made it ugly looking. See, because I was also told that this book is bad for you and it's going to teach you bad things. Don't ever look at it. And if I'd believed that, I'd have never opened it. But when I, in 1994, I left the Worldwide Church of God. They were becoming Catholic. And uh, I had to prove everything once again. And I proved everything with the British uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. But at that time, the computer was just starting to come on stream. We didn't have all this information at your fingertips at the click of a mouse. So that was, uh, you guys are so blessed to be able to have that today. You don't realize how how much work there was involved going through an encyclopedia, tracing things name by name by name, which is what I did. I have searched my family tree. I have traced it all the way back to eight, nine, 892 A.D. By name. 892. 1,300 in Scotland, 892 in France, um, 1,400 in England, Ireland back to 1,500. I've done all that. Name by name. And I know what the names mean. And I know where my family comes from. And I know who I am. Everyone goes around, there's that lost generation looking for themselves. I grew up in that lost generation looking for themselves. Right, They are smoking pot, doing all this other stuff, trying to find themselves. So anyway, I'm getting off in a rap job. i got to stick to my notes if I'm going to stay on time, right? Yeah, tell me, point to me. Okay, so this is the boring part. We're just, just old news to you, but you need to understand it, because I'm going to ask questions as we're going. If this is happening, this is the promise to Israel, where is that in the world? Israel became a nation at the Exodus in 1379 B.C., Uh Uh-oh. Okay, that's in the prophecy of Abraham. That's by doing that chronology of the sabbatical and jubilee cycles. It's there. Prove it wrong. Prove it wrong. If you can. But you can't. Because I've done the work. Yes, I'm being arrogant. (laughs) I'm challenging you. I want to make you mad so that you go and do it. Just shut me up if you can. Because I love you. Okay, because I care about you. Thirteen seventy nine. The Exodus took place. Um, it was forty two years later, in thirteen thirty seven, that they crossed the Jordan and came into the Promised Land. The land of Israel was promised to the descendants of Abram in eighteen oh nine B C. When they made the co- when Jehovah made the covenant with Abraham. And this is what some people say that Promised Land was. So when did that ever happen? Well, it didn't. This is King David's empire, 1010 B.C. King David's empire spanned the world, as I mentioned yesterday. We find evidence of Hebrew writing all over the place. What's the name for iron in Hebrew? Anyone know? Hang on. Anyone else? Glenn. Barzil. BZL. Guess what country is called Brazil? What? Oh, I thought you said Israel. Yeah, Brazil. Brazil. Why? Because it's the iron capital of the world to this day. And King David named it because of the iron that was taken there. Northern Michigan. I mentioned this yesterday, right? They took the copper. They took that copper north the mission to make the temple. And that copper is still in King David's tomb beneath the temple where the temple used to be. And I've seen the entrance to it. But I'm not telling anybody where that is. At the death of Solomon, 930 BC, the United Empire split between the king of Israel and the king of Judah. Now most people have a brain cramp about this time and think that everyone is a Jew. That's an Israelite. That's like saying everyone in the United States is a Tennessean. All Tennesseans are Americans, but not all Americans are Tennesseans. You understand that? All Jews are Israelites, but not all Israelites are Jews. The ten northern tribes are ten northern tribes, and they were called Israel. Judah was called Judah. They were not called Israel after this separation. Why? Because the blessing of the name of Israel went to the tribe of Joseph. You need to understand that if you want to understand prophecy, because too many people are blind and say all Israelites are Jews. No. All the Israelites are in Judah in the state of Israel today. No. Israel and Judah went to war against each other. So you guys can read some of this as I'm talking. I'm just going to glance and just carry on. We're going to try and make up some time. Okay? So we got two distinct people that are mentioned in your Bible and they go to war against each other. Israel fought against Judah. Judah fought against Israel. It's in your Bible. They are not the same people. But they are the same people. Understand that. They are, like, Tennesseans are Americans, but... Americans aren't Tennesseans. Not all of them. So here's the ten tribes. This is the way they're laid out, and that's the, the, the magnitude of their empires before they went into captivity. So in Genesis 15:4, And see the word of Jehovah came to him, saying, This one is not your heir. Talking about Ishmael. But he who comes from your own body is your heir. And he brought him outside and said, Look now forward toward the heavens and count the stars, if you are able to count them. And said to him, So are your seeds." I'm even having a hard time reading that on my screen. Genesis twelve two, And I shall make you a great nation, and bless you, and make your name great, and shall be a blessing. And I shall bless those who bless you, and curse him who curses you, and in you all the clans of the earth shall be blessed. So this Manasseh tribe in northern India is more numerable than all the stars in heaven. Right? No. Those tribes that they're finding in China are more numerable than all of heaven. No. Remember these blessings that are to come to Israel. In Genesis 15... Verse 16. Then in the fourth generation they shall return here for the crookedness of the Amorites is not yet complete. What does that mean? Everyone looks at that and says that's the fourth generation from Abraham and that's when they come back out of the Exodus to the promised land. Yes. Sort of. Kind of. Remember the date I said for Abraham? Abraham was born in 1948 after the creation of Adam so the creation of Adam starts with the year one on the far side that's the first Jubilee cycle which is 49 years and then you count by 49 each one so the first millennial day is 20 Jubilee cycles 20 times 49 so a millennial day uh, who Glenn uh, yeah Steve you were asking me about this last night then we got sidetracked A millennial day is 980 years. Uh Uh-oh. They've rounded it up, folks. The second millennial day is 1960. The third millennial day is 2940. When was Abraham born? 1948. So he's at the beginning of the third millennial day. So now count... Four millennial days from there. So you count the orange as one, because it's at the beginning, so you count all of it. The red one is two. The fifth one, or the fifth, the blue column is three. And at the end of the fourth millennial day is the purple one. You see the date down there? 5880. 5880 matches our date of 2045. Now this is in the pots of Abraham. It's there. I compare them back to forth so you can see the both calendars together. 5880 is 2045. That means that right now we are in the year 5849. 5849. Where's 5849 in here? Right near the end of this fourth day from Abraham. Do you see that? If you don't see it, it's in the prophecies of Abraham. We don't have any prophecies of Abraham here to to give away or sell. You can get them on my website and order them. But this is in that book. And that's why it's there, to show you that the fourth day from Abraham, the fourth millennial day, is right where we are now, when we are about to go back to the land. But we're not going back the way many people are teaching you. And I'm going to show that to you this week. Genesis 17, verse 5. And no longer is your name called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, because I shall make you a father of many nations. Not one, many nations. How many states of Israel are there? How many Israelite nations are there? Thirteen plus more. Thirteen is thirteen tribes of Israel, and some of those Israelite tribes have developed other tribes, and we're going to show you that. And I shall establish my covenant. There's that covenant again. The covenant keeps coming up all through this teaching all week long, between me and you and your seed after you in their generations, for an everlasting covenant to be uh, to be Elohim to you and your seed after you, and I shall give to you. And your seed after you, the land of your sojournings, all the land of Canaan, and an everlasting possession, and I shall be their Elohim. A great nation, multiple nations. Where is that if it's the Jews? Okay, the state of Israel and the state of New York. Doesn't fly, folks. Doesn't fly. Genesis 25, here's another blessing. Now Abram gave all that he had to Isaac. But to the sons of the concubines whom Abram had, Abram gave gifts while he was still living and sent them away from his sons Isaac, sorry, my Hebrew is bad, eastward towards the land of the east. Isaac inherited everything. What I'm going to show you today is that there are tribes named Isaac. In history, in your Encyclopedia Britannica. All you gotta do is open it up and look at it. All you gotta do is set Google, because this information's there. Now, that your seed possessed the gate of their enemies. So the Menashe tribe possesses the gate of their enemies, right? Judah possesses the gate of all their enemies. No, not even Judah does this. Here's a gate. This is called Gibraltar. A gate is a passageway from one side to another that is a narrow entrance way that is controlled by an army. Who controls Gibraltar? Britain. Who wants it? Spain. For Britain's not giving it up. Genesis 26, verse 3. So Sojourn in this land and I shall be with you and bless you for I give all these lands to you and your seed. And I shall establish the oath. What is the oath? It's the covenant. What is the Feast of Weeks? It's the Feast of Oath. And because we broke that oath, we're going to pay a dear price. It comes up over and over and over. And I'm going to be a broken record to you, and you're going to be so sick and tired of me telling you this, but by the end you'll know, I hope. And I shall increase your seed like the stars of the heavens, and I shall give all these lands to your seed, and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. So he's talking to Isaac now. Because Abram obeyed my voice. And remember what I said yesterday? Guarded my charge. Guarded my Sabbaths. My commands, my laws, and my Torah. When you guard something, you protect it. You don't let people trample all over it. Nobody comes to my house and does business on Shabbat. People try to sell me windows on Shabbat. Every Shabbat. So we don't answer the phone no more. Guard the Sabbath. Make it a part of your way of life. Genesis 26.60 And they blessed Rebecca and said to her, So Rebecca is now going to be uh, Jacob's wife. Let our sister become the mother of thousands of ten thousands. And let your seed possess the gates of their, those who hate them. So there's that possession of the gates again. Interesting, it's come up again. A, now here's something that I find that most people read over and don't quite get. But this is such an important clue to who you are. Genesis 25, 22. And within her, this is Tamar. 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 Within her, the children struggled together, and she said, if all is right, why am I this way? So she went and asked Jehovah. And Jehovah said to her, two nations are within your womb. Two nations. Who's this? Tamar. Two nations are within your womb. And two peoples shall be separated from your body. And one people shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. This is Tamar. What's going on here? Is it? Good. I'm glad you're paying attention. I was a test. Thank you, Rebecca. And the first came out red all over like a hairy garment, so they called his name Esau. I've actually got the wrong slide up here. (laughs) And afterward, his brother came out. That's the right slide. So his name was called Jacob. And you all know the story. Esau comes in looking for, a, he's starving after going hunting and he wants food. And Jacob, being the good Jew boy that he is, sells it to him. Jacob wasn't Jewish, folks. There were no Jews alive at this time. So stop the bigotry and the... the, the, the Anti-Semitic statements that come out of people's mouths. Correct them. That's not right. Jacob wasn't Jewish. But you know this story. So he sold it. He sold his, his birthright for that. Now notice also that Esau was a hunter. Because that's another clue. Jeremiah says, I will send you fishers to fish you out. Yeshua says, I'll make you fishers of men. But Jeremiah also says, afterwards, I'm going to send hunters to hunt you out of the clefts and rocks that you're hiding in. Who's he talking about? He's talking about Esau. That's why I talked about the, uh, the Muslim thing today. They're coming. And they're going to hunt you out of the rocks and caves that you're hiding in. So now... Jacob does a little double cross on his old man and he fools him to get the birthright blessing. But the birthright blessing was already given to Rebekah so he didn't have to do this. But he did. So here we have the blessings. Uh, twenty-seven, Genesis 27. Let people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be master over your brothers. Let your, so who's his brother? Esau, and your mother's son bow down to you. Cursed be those who are cursing you, and blessed be those blessing you. The right belonging, the birthright belonging naturally to the firstborn son. To attain this blessing from his father, Jacob resorted to tricking the blind aged Isaac into believing he was Esau. So we know that. But Esau also gets a blessing. Genesis twenty-seven thirty-seven. Isaac answered Esau, See, I have made him your master, and all his brothers I have given to him as servants, and I have sustained him with grain and wine. And what then shall I do for you, my son? Isaac talking to Esau. Now listen carefully. And Isaac, his father, answered and said to him, See, your dwelling is of the fatness of the earth. They got all the oil and of the dew of the heavens from above. And by your sword you are to live. And serve your brother. And it shall be when you grow restless. What's on the nightly news, folks? When you grow restless that you shall break his yoke from your neck. Esau is getting restless right now. Called the Arab Spring. It's still going on. It's going on in Syria. This stuff is happening right now. And you're all going, I don't know about you, but the ones I see. Wake up. Wake up. And Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and commanded him and said to him, "Do not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Padan Aram. That's where I have my vineyard right now. That's so cool. To the houses of Bethuel, your mother's father, and take a wife for yourself from there, from the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. And Jehovah blesses bless you and make your make sorry Genesis twenty and Jehovah bless you and make you bear fruit and increase you and and you shall become an assembly of peoples. What's an assembly of peoples?
0: It is because of listeners like you who have had the foresight to both pray for us and financially support this program that have allowed us to continue to teach others who are still looking for these truths. Because you have paid it forward, many are now able to hear this message and to learn these truths about the sabbatical and jubilee cycles along with the magnificent prophecies that reveal which could only be revealed in these very last days. When you support our efforts financially today, we are able to produce more radio and video teachings that help others who are waking up and beginning to look for the God that warned us of these curses that are already happening on the nightly news and of even worse, what is yet to come. You can send your support by going to our support page at www.sidedmoon.com or by mailing checks, bank drafts, or money orders made out to Joseph F. Dumond. PO Box 21007 RPO, 151st Street, Orangeville, Ontario, Canada, L9W, S3O. On behalf of those yet to be called, we thank you for helping us get this end time warning
1: out.